Hey, what's up? You're listening to the Hammer and Nigel Show podcast. Thanks for checking it out and make sure you subscribed. Hammer and Nigel. Can you believe these characters are weirdos? On 93 WIBC. So let's rock it. My name is Nigel. Jason Hammer is here. Several shootings, multiple homicides in a matter of hours across Indianapolis over the weekend. I believe these Monday shows that we're having are, uh, there's a theme trending here, Hammer. Four people shot, uh, uh, killed in under five hours across Indy. Two others hurt, including the victim of a pistol whipping. That was at a uh, Plainfield Motel, correct? Or hotel or whatever. So I'm, I'm going to back up just a little bit yeah. here because I don't want to bury the lead here. When you say four people were shot and killed, this isn't just over a one-day period. This wasn't over a 12-hour period. This was in five yeah. hours across Indianapolis, just five hours. And it feels like, you know, going back about a month or so ago, Nige, when the leaders of the city kind of had this big press conference to pat each other on their back that yeah. were not going to have a record year for homicides ever since then the oh, wheels have fallen off they sure are working on it aren't they right. aren't the violent criminals in this city they are working to bust that record that's a that's a big number four killed in five hours and at least 16 people were shot and stabbed throughout the weekend and that's friday through sunday so 16 shot or stabbed four people shot and killed in a five-hour window and again, we say this often, just because the city is not on pace to break a record does not mean things are going well. We could easily get to number two all time in Indianapolis. We're on pace again for over 200 homicides. And a couple of these homicides, again, two were in Plainfield at the uh, at the hotel there. And, and, and so this wasn't Marion County, but you could see that it doesn't matter what side of town or what city you live in. It's... You know the violent crime is is permeating throughout the uh, throughout Central Indy and the Donut counties. And we talk a lot about the Marion County prosecutors race on this show. If you don't live in Marion County, this is why you should be paying attention to what's happening here in Marion County because the crime happens here, and if the prosecutor doesn't do anything about it, some of these dudes get right back out and they'll commit crimes again, and it's coming to your neighborhood. We've talked about crimes in Zionsville. Now we're talking about Plainfield. We've had Fishers and no. Yeah, there was a, a shooting in Fishers on I-69. Had the uh, had that had that road shut down for a while over the weekend. A shooting 79th in Michigan on the north side. Um, so it's not just the the, the bad parts of town. Or I, I don't think 79th in Michigan is exactly stellar. Uh, part of town but i mean plainfield I, uh, the police chief there in plainfield was like yeah we don't see a lot of this kind of thing in plainfield our troops are trained they're ready they're prepared to take care of the situation invest and investigate there wasn't an ongoing threat um they said they have a person of interest but uh, again like you said it's not just certain parts of central marion county east side west side west side that kind of thing Another big story. In Wait a minute. I just I, I wanted to I wanted to get your I, I just wanted to throw this at you here real quick. So, sixteen shot, four killed. Right. Yes. Is that is that right? Over the weekend. What do you think? What, what do you think? I, I'm looking at the Chicago numbers, the weekend numbers. What do you, What do you think? I mean, I mean, how many killed? How many shot? 
shot will probably be over a hundred. No, guess no, it's double. It's 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 thirty. Really, that's good for Chicago. Thirty people shot and six killed. A weekend so we, in Chicago, I would have bet triple digits in the shootings. So, so uh, unfortunately, they have us by uh, by two. Like there is only two more people killed in Chicago than there were in Indianapolis over the weekend. Can you believe that? And there's a pretty big population difference, too. And yeah. one of the big stories locally involving crime is the missing baby, Amaya Robertson. Now, Amaya Robertson was eight months old, yeah. went missing in March of 2019. There is a big search, and there have always been a lot of questions about what's going on, what happened to that little baby. Well, now we're starting to get a little bit more information. A grand jury has indicted the mother Amber Robertson uh, on neglect charges. Robert Lyons, who was Amber Ro Robertson's then boyfriend, also listed as a co-defendant in this case. It turns out that the police department, IMPD, started getting more and more information to the point to where they had enough to go to the grand jury. This is Deputy Chief of Police for IMPD, Kendale Adams. Well, I think based on uh, evidence, based on testimony, uh, we have a timeline. Uh, unfortunately, that hasn't led to the discovery of baby Amaya. Uh, we're hopeful that going forward, uh, we'll continue to get information that will lead us to the discovery of baby Amaya. But I think what we've put together in terms of the physical evidence, in terms of the testimony, and in terms of the forensic evidence gives us a good timeline of what, what occurred. Well, hopefully they could get a murder indictment soon. It doesn't sound like this is what that is, though. It sounds like uh, uh, multiple counts of neglect. Um, which shows, though, that they could still get charges without the uh, body of baby Amaya. Right. Um, so Amber Robertson, the mother, and the then-boyfriend officially charged with multiple counts, including neglect of a dependent resulting in serious bodily injury in potentially the death of baby Amaya Robertson. Mm -hmm. Now, the boyfriend, Robert Lyons, he has not turned himself in yet, once again, here's the Deputy Chief, Kendale Adams. Uh, he currently is still being sought after. Uh, he is in touch with uh, an attorney, and so we're hopeful that uh, he'll get in touch with the Sheriff's Office and, and surrender himself very soon. I would ask him to surrender himself, uh, get a hold of family members, get a hold of faith-based, and surrender himself, because obviously he knows that there, there are criminal charges that are pending against him, and so he needs to be uh, he needs to be brought in and, and processed and... and uh, you know, held accountable for what he's been charged with. So maybe now that the end is pretty much here for these two, charges have been filed, indicted by the grand jury. Maybe, hopefully, we find what happened to the baby now. Well, I mean, you look at the indictment. They said Robertson, quote, cruelly confined Amaya and deprived her of necessary support, necessary food, water, and sanitary facilities. That's awful. If that turns out to be true, I mean, lock him up and throw away the key, if not worse. Both, both of them. Both of them. 100%. Oh, that poor baby. How much of that Colts game did you watch yesterday night? Did you uh, lay down on the couch and oh. crack open a couple cold ones and have some food ready and oh. watch that thing quarter to quarter? I went to um, a Colts party. My friend Brian and Amanda's uh, had a bunch of people over, a bunch of food, a bunch of beer, and uh, a ton of people. And, and yeah, <laughs> we watched, unfortunately, the whole thing through, through the extra, uh, extra minutes and everything. Man, I posted on social media yesterday, the game wasn't even fun. 
The game was not fun no, it was to a, watch. It was a brutal game. It was a bad game. And the Colts looked weak. They looked soft. Uh, they looked confused. And they're still in first place because <laughs> the entire division stinks. Uh, everybody in the division uh, either lost or tied. So keep this in oh, mind. This funny. is how bad the AFC South is. <laughs> Nobody has a win after week one, and two of the teams played each other. So I'll take it. I'll take it. As bad as they played and uh, <laughs> kicker kicking it out of bounds twice in a row. And then shanking the potential yeah. game winner. <laughs> Boy, he went straight Vander Jatt on that one. Oh, man. I can't remember if the Vander Jatt one went left or right. I think it went left. He left, he, and, and this guy went right. Okay. But it wasn't just that. The awful awful decision making inside mm -hmm. the red zone uh you had matt ryan dropping a couple snaps here receivers dropping touchdown balls it was a mess the left tackle got benched halfway through the game the whole game was a mess but if you look at the colt stats like if you had some of these guys in fantasy football all right matt ryan over 360 yards passing Jonathan Taylor had over 160 yards rushing wow. and Pittman had over 120 yards receiving but they only scored 20 points against one of the worst teams in the league. I bet heavily on the Colts, too. A bunch of different crap to happen. But the only <laughs> thing I got right was uh, Jonathan Taylor plus 100 yards. Hey, uh, boy, I bet you Frank Wright wishes he had that fourth and goal back. The Wildcat decision? Yeah, what was that? Come yeah. on. Like, and, you know, we'll talk about this Take all throughout the, the afternoon. But all the things that we were concerned about in the offseason – smacked us right in the face as fans yesterday right <laughs> the tackle was not a good position for the colts and receivers not named michael Pittman were dropping the ball and bad frank wright decision making at the goal line it was a mess but like i said if you had some of those guys on your fantasy team maybe you salvaged a win uh now that fantasy football is here hammer and nigel records got a little something for you here uh i was kind of feeling like some bad company when I put oh, this together. Okay. <laughs> it is back. Real fantasy football action underway. Got my receivers. One, two, three. It's a part of my fantasy. <laughs> I've got the running backs. Just got a QB. Another tight end is all that I need. It's a part of my fantasy football team. <laughs> Matchups, injury news, projected usage. It is why all my girlfriends left me. <laughs> How do you draft a great team? The fantasy cheat sheet. So there it is for yeah. all of you. Fantasy football folks that may have had a Colt on your team, that's the only silver lining of whatever that was yesterday. Are you doing fantasy football? I'm not doing it this year. I'm not either. Yeah. I just gamble heavily there on other things. Yeah, you only got time for one. <laughs> right. That's gambling. Can't, can't do gambling and fantasy. Spoken like a true degenerate. I don't have time for fantasy because of my gambling. <laughs> Be sure to catch us every weekday, 3 to 7 on 93 WIBC, or subscribe and get it right to your phone.